Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Mark and Phil here for a Thanksgiving edition. Phil yeah. is uh, is what we got on docket. We're going to try to flip this around today, put it out a couple of days ahead of Thanksgiving. So I guess we'll say happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope yeah, they have happy a good Thanksgiving. So yeah, hope they have a good holiday. Hope you have a good holiday. Yeah, you too. We've got yeah. everyone coming our way, so it's going to be a, a busy house. But that's awesome. Yeah. That's what you were saying. That's what the well, holidays are for. So yeah, exactly. That's what's what it, what it's for. Um, in in a weird, I don't know if this is a good segue or not, but uh, I, I want to go with the uh, a sixty forty conversation today. Okay. So I just want to kind of quickly touch on the fact you and I were chatting. We've been seeing a bunch of articles, lots of them here in the last week or two, yeah. about is the sixty forty portfolio dead. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of have that chat uh, quickly this week and, and talk about that to see your take on it. You know, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe the analogy or the tie-in to Thanksgiving would be maybe you're kind of a 60-40 person. Maybe you're like 60% uh, potatoes. Or, uh, no, uh, uh, what is that? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, uh, yeah. And maybe yeah. you're 40% mashed potatoes. Or maybe you're the other way, you know, or if you're down here in the South, it's collard greens or, you know, whatever. Collard greens, yeah. No, but, no, we don't do collard greens. But yeah, we yeah. do sweet potatoes. There you go. There you go. Well, I like sweet potatoes. So, or, or maybe you're like you know, maybe you're just a, you're a meat potatoes kind of guy. So you're sixty percent turkey and a forty percent <laughs> mashed potatoes. Anyway, that's my that's my tie in. Yeah, you're you're tying to Thanksgiving. What's your yeah. plate look like? You know, that that's the best thing. I could come up with on a short notice. But uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about it first of all. What sure. is the sixty forty portfolio? Let's just I think most people know, but let's just yeah. kind of clarify it. It's been a standard for a really long time. People yeah. hear often what what is it yeah it's kind of the standard moderate type allocation so i mean it's it's 60 40 referring to an asset allocation at, at a high high level 60 percent equities you know usually represented by the spy you know the uh, s p 500 40 percent bonds or the agg the uh you know aggregate bond index and again I, at a really really high level of your asset allocation, bonds, and you know, stock and bond allocation. Right. So. Right. And yep. the traditional thinking, and we did a bond show not too long ago. Mm -hmm. uh, the traditional thinking is, and it's usually been when the markets get rough, like right. they've been in twenty two, uh, you move to bonds. And when you get older, yep. for safety, you move to you bonds. Move to bonds, yeah. But the bond market this year is down about fifteen percent. So. Yep. That's probably leading some of the conversation, I would assume, Phil, about is oh, yeah. the sixty forty dead. So I'll, I'll go to that. What's your thought on the sixty forty in general as a you know as a philosophy or as a portfolio design? Well, I mean, to me, it's like any of the those rules of thumb, right, or standards in retirement. I can take four percent of my portfolio, or I mean, there's a hundred different rules of thumb, and I think we talked about some of those before that. Yeah, on average, most of the time it works out. And I mean, the 60-40 has worked for many years. Yeah. Um, the, the challenge with that, you mentioned, is the bonds. And I mean, if right. you look at that bond component, over the last about 40 years, really, the, the bond component is, has had kind of a double benefit, you know, because yeah. I mean, it's been, I mean, historically, bonds are a little bit more stable because it's, and we've talked about the difference between the stock and the bond, right? So the bond is that that guarantee the company is going to pay, right? It's a note. They have right. to pay you back the money with a certain fixed interest rate, whatever that bond um, calls for. And as long as you're holding the bond to maturity, you're going to get that money. You sure. know, so I mean, it, you have that security of, okay, well, it's not going to fluctuate in value as long as you hold it and you're going to get X interest rate, whatever it is, you know, so that stability right. is there. And then the tailwind that bonds have had over the last 40 years is that as interest rates have fallen, 
that causes bond values actually to go up. So if you do right. end up selling it, you get a, a premium on the bond when you sell it. So, I mean, it's been a, you know, a real good kind of balancer in that, that stock bond portfolio that, I mean, there's kind, been kind years that, yeah, br- frankly, yeah. The, the bond portfolio has outperformed the stocks, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty handily, right. you know, in, in returns, you're thinking, it, how did this happen in a bond portfolio? But that's the reason is there's been this tailwind behind it as interest rates have fallen. And it, uh, to your point, it's been that way a long time, but as yeah, I mean, it's, now, yeah, the, the rates peaked back in the, the mid eighties. Think back when inflation, right. And we right. were talking, we're talking now inflation's, you know, rates like we've seen back near right. the eighties, so yeah, early eighties. Yep. We're starting yep. to have that discussion again. Well, that's when this bond market had peaked back then. And it's been this gradual decline ever since. I mean, the funny thing, when you really start to look at the, the 60 40 portfolio, I mean, it's getting, it's hitting the headlines today because yeah, bonds are to your point, right. just, I mean, they're, They've gotten really like hit hard 15, this year. 15% on average, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. And you've got yeah. different indices that are anywhere from what, 15 to 30% down this year. Right. So they're getting a lot of conversation. Yeah. So I mean, all of a sudden you're thinking, wait, this, I thought this was the secure part of the portfolio that was supposed to hedge against, you know, and I mean, yeah, typically when people exit equities, they're, they're thinking of bonds, they'll go into bonds, you know, but this right. year people have actually gone to cash more. Right, because bonds are down too. So I mean, it, it's not that that safety net anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it's I think it, the headlines have really gotten um, a lot of attention this year because bonds are down. But I, the reality is that sixty percent or the forty percent, the bond component has struggled for the last probably five to seven years because exactly, yeah, it's, it's interest rates bottomed out. You know, and think of how long we've been at this, you know, near 0% rate, just kind of bouncing along the bottom for quite a few yeah. years. But what happened during that time frame is equities were really good. So, I mean, it, it kind of covered up the, the bond side of the portfolio that you were having some safety, right? There wasn't the loss of value, but I mean, as interest rates have fallen, bonds no longer generated revenue like they used to. Right. So, and more people were more moving and taking more risk in the market because right, the market was on a 12 year run, really. Right. So they're thinking, oh, I'm not going to, why would I go into a bond? It's only right. paying me 2%. I mean, yeah. the, the market's giving me 10, you know, why would right. I, why would I go into a bond? And so if so, you're thinking about the risk allocation, 60, 40, people right. have been taking more than 60 in equities because the right. market has been so good. But, you know, to our conversation numerous times, this year has been rough. Uh, some people were ahead of the curve. Some people were working yep. with an advisor that was helping them mm-hmm. you know, be strategic. And maybe they started to kind of, you know, peel back some of the winnings, if you will, take some right. off the table. Uh, and they've kind of bring them back down. But now with the bonds being down, it, it also makes that side screwy. So I guess if you're trying to find that, traditional uh, role, if you're trying to go, uh, let me get a little closer to the 60-40 because, you know, uh, of the different things we just covered, but bonds don't get it done. Is there an alternative? Is there something to think about for that 40% uh, of the safety, I suppose? Yeah. So, I mean, in the bonds, it's, you group the whole bond portfolio as, you know, one bonds, but I mean, the reality is with bonds, the, the, the piece of that portfolio that is affected more is longer term bonds. Okay. You know, so those are the ones that are are really getting um, hurt on the downside, you know, as, as interest rates have risen, because just the, the length of time that that bond is to held, be held to maturity that you're locked right. into this lower rate, you know, so moving to a shorter term bond is going to help the duration. Okay. You know, and, you know, now that you have those shorter term bonds, they're going to to mature, you know, and come back into the market at a higher rate quicker. 
Okay. So maybe not scrapping the whole thing, but moving to a shorter duration or starting to look at alternatives. I mean, there's a lot of other alternatives, you know, could be some kind of an equity that's generating dividends, you know, challenge there is it's still an equity, you know, even though it it has a dividend, it's an equity, it's going to have volatility and dividends aren't guaranteed. You know, it's not like a bond that my bond is paying whatever that bond says that the company doesn't have an option. They can't say, I'm not going to pay the interest this month. Yeah. You know, the bond says what it's going to pay. Or looking at other type of equities, REITs are, you know, another one that generate higher dividends because it's generally tied to rents. Although you get into the real estate market right now. I was going to say people are a little nervous right now because that's, yeah, we expect that that to to be bad next year, they're saying, or they feel it's going to, maybe not bad, but I guess level out or, you know, something like that. I I think people feel like there's this, we're in this perfect storm of, I don't really, like we always hear, I don't know what to do, right? That's kind of always a a thing when you're unsure about the whole financial Mm -hmm. world, but people really are feeling struggling right now because it's like, well, the market's not a good bet. Uh, Bonds aren't a good bet, it sounds. Uh, You know, real estate may not be a good bet. Like what in the world do we do? That's why people are thinking cash, right? Right. Can we cash right now? It's really not paying much, although it's paying more than what it was, but, but at least you're not losing value and in short term, you know, because that's the challenge with any kind of a bond is that even if you wanted to jump into bonds today, well, number one, you're not going to get the interest rates that are, are uh, at the higher level today, right? Because you'd have to buy a new issue, basically companies that are issuing bonds today. There's, millions and millions of dollars of bonds that are out there that, you know, are somewhere in the, the middle of their maturity at whatever the fixed interest rate is. And companies have a lot of these locked in at these lower interest rates, you know, so those right. have to kind of work their way through the system for years. So, yeah. But yeah know, so, I was gonna say cash is interesting too, because yeah. it, it, people are thinking about it and they're like, well, the interest rates are going up. So I could probably get more at the bank because we know that the interest rates have been terrible. Mm-hmm. But most banks are not advertising. They're not that great, really, still. No, now, I mean, they've started to creep up, they've started but it's still to. not you know, yeah, anywhere near what people might expect. Working with someone like yourself, you guys have access to a lot of other stuff right. where it's like, okay, I can probably get you a little bit better rate than the bank, mm-hmm. than your local bank, because Absolutely. they're just not advertising that, right? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, there's other options, annuities. Um, they're a great option, a bond alternative. Um, they, right. they have similar characteristics, so to speak, that a bond might have had as far as safety of principle, side, yeah. you know, the the paying a fixed interest rate. I mean, there's a different types of annuities you can use. Right. So, I mean, that that's an option. It, to me, it really comes down to, you know, you, you've got to take this concept of diversification and the whole reason you're doing it is when one's down, the other one's up, they help balance each other <laughs> out. But understand that concept and what you're trying to do, but be comfortable going, thinking outside the box, right? It's no longer stocks and bonds, you know? And I mean, we've gone into asset allocation to kind of spread that out even further, you know, where it's not just one type of bond or one type of stock. I mean, that helps some, but at the end of the day, it's stocks and bonds. You know, you've got to be comfortable kind of expanding that concept a little bit and taking maybe that 40% that you would have put into bonds and not totally scrapping bonds, but maybe changing the allocation of bonds to not the longer duration, maybe shorten it up as we're going through this increase. And maybe a portion of that 40% put it in something else, like an annuity or like, you know, some other income generating alternative commodities. I mean, they're, but it gets down to risk, you know, and that's, I think people have to really be comfortable with knowing that bonds aren't the, what what a lot of people think of as the risk-free alternative, right? I mean, it's. Well, and and I'm glad you brought that up. 
Because I was going to ask you, is it worth scrapping bonds altogether, right? right. And, and it sounds like, no, obviously we don't want to completely scrap it, but we need to be a little more strategic, maybe those shorter durations like you were talking about. Right. And to me, it feels like now more than ever, so back to the main question, is the 60-40 dead? It feels like now more than ever, it's a good idea to get a professional because the, it's the nuance. And we've talked about this a number of times on probably a ton of episodes, Phil, where when the market's going up the way that it had for years and everything was looking fairly rosy, mm -hmm. it didn't take a genius, you know, to, to do right. a, a pretty good job. It's when times are tough. It's when things are not going well that, you know, really advisors can really, you know, kind of, I don't know, I guess they're worth their weight in gold, mm -hmm. so to speak. Right. Because you guys have access to more stuff. You've seen right. more stuff, especially like someone like yourself who's got years of experience. And, and you kind of can really kind of look for a more nuanced, uh, purposeful plan than right. just the normal stuff that it's kind of the low-hanging fruit that we're, we're used to doing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of interesting products out there now. We, I mean, we can get into structured notes is another one. I mean, it's a, you know generally they're set up by a bank, you know, and, and they're, they have some downside protection, you know, not always a hundred percent down, but there, there's a lot of alternatives, you know, and right. to me, it really comes back to, again, taking that concept of asset allocation, diversification, you know, but not getting stuck in, well, this is how it has to be, you know, it's yeah. like everything else in, in, you know, our world has changed over time, but modern portfolio theory and that concept, I think people get kind of locked into and well, this is how it's always been done. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Eight, eight tracks tapes, they still work. I mean, if you can find the tape in the player, <laughs> you know, but that just doesn't, people don't do that anymore. You are, know, you, are you putting an eight track in your, in your camper? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if you can find them anymore. Yeah, right? exactly. If you do, you probably pay a fortune for them, but yeah, and you probably can't find many tapes to put in. Right. Right? <laughs> or even CDs. I mean, it's, it's funny to me, CDs now, I mean, those used to be the thing. Well, you don't even see CDs anymore. Now streaming. It's all a little, yeah, a little, them, that and vinyls made a little bit of a resurgence, but yeah, uh, yeah. Vinyl for sure. But no, and that's a great point. So, you know, is the 60, 40 dead? Probably not, but it, yeah. it's certainly it's certainly wounded. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, as a set it and forget it, you know, 60-40 stock bond allocation, I would say that's dead, right? I mean, yeah. it's you, yeah. you you have to be comfortable with understanding the purpose of why it was there. You yeah. know, the, the whole reason it was designed was asset allocation, that ebb and flow, you know, the bonds and the stocks, they kind of worked in opposite directions to help balance it out and make a more balanced um portfolio through time. A balanced that thing. Yeah, that concept still works, you know, right. but now you've just got to be comfortable with what, what the makeup of that is, isn't necessarily just stocks and bonds. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're in a well, different yeah. world than we were back then. So, Oh, for sure. Well, back to my Thanksgiving plate analogy, right? So we'll, right. we'll kind of tie it all up. So you don't want just 60% turkey and 40% mashed potatoes. You want a little turkey and a little mashed potatoes, and a little sweet potatoes, and a little stuffing, you know. Green bean casserole little, in there. And a little green bean casserole, yeah. <laughs> and a little collards, and a little bit of cranberry. You want a bunch of stuff. Phil, it sounds like we're describing asset allocation, right? <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. It yeah. is ultimately um, what it is. So. Also, yeah, and so basically at the end of the day, you, you got to have a, a good balance set up. And right now it is tough. I get it. People right. – for those of us who don't do this every day, I mean, I'm the host, right? But I talk about this stuff, so I know a little bit more. But at the same time, for the average person, they just don't know. We've talked about it a million times, Phil, and I'll wrap it up mm -hmm. with this. People think that their options are cash in the bank or money in the stock market, right? right? 
And I think they would kind of say, okay, well, the Bond thing is they kind of consider that like the investment Part of the market, side. yeah. And then, yeah, and then the cash side. There's a lot of other alternatives. There's a lot of stuff, but it is challenging right now. And that's right. why it's important to talk to a financial professional, you know, work with somebody, make sure that you've got somebody on your side to help you get, you know, through these kind of things, especially, again, when times are down, it's a little tougher, right? It's not as right. easy. So. Reach yep. out to a pro, talk to somebody like Phil, get on the calendar. I know it's Thanksgiving week. If you're catching this, if you need some help, make yourself a note or take the time to stop by the website or something, whatever the case is, but do something for yourself and your retirement. Uh, reach out to Phil at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good kind of stuff. And you can reach out to him if you've got some questions and get on his calendar as well, even if it's for later on in this year or even the first of next year. So do yourself a favor and uh, and also have a good Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yep, we'll catch you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.